0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to a Tuesday edition of the MSP Initiative Live. It is the very, very, very last day of May 2022. And that means it's summertime, right? Everybody just came off that kind of unofficial start of the summer holiday, at least here in the United States. And uh, we're ready for vacation time, right? We're going to shut off work. We're going to hit the power button. Call me in September, right? Nothing else to do. course that's not true but hey one can dream and welcome back to the show mr ken patterson he didn't disappear he's just been working so we actually caught him on a on a slow day and he joins the show again welcome ken but yes welcome to the very last day of may that means june one you know hey june july august world goes on vacation maybe maybe not maybe (laughs) once they see those gas prices they decide not to but uh, that, that means that we're, we're hopefully – if we're getting back to a normal routine, normal you know, like the next three months are either really slow for you or maybe that's the time when things get done uh, because it gets done when you know, people aren't necessarily super busy, uh, especially you know, in spaces where education is a good example, right? Where once you get into the summertime, things get done. But, hey, I digress. Before we get too deep, just our general housekeeping – mspinitiative.com this session and every other session is available there in podcast and video format. Uh, stay tuned for our, uh, community block parties. I surely have been on the road doing some, you know, some, uh, some visits and and site visits ahead of time and got some good things cooked up for you coming up later on in the year. And last is our channel strong tour. We're hitting the Northeast here coming up, uh, at the end of the month. And then like two weeks after that, we kind of split the Northeast into two separate weeks. So Hit Channel Strong Tour. You can see here's our schedule. Week four, Virginia, Maryland, New Jersey, Philly. Then week five, a couple weeks after, uh, North Jersey, uh, a couple stops in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and then uh, White Plains, New York. So if you're in the Northeast, we'd love for you to see us. I know some people are like, hey, can I come to a couple of these because I can drive? sure why not come on down so make sure to hit channelstrongtour.com uh, tour.com which takes you to this landing page if you're an MSP make sure you throw in your name pick which cities you feel like joining us on and then we'll obviously uh, get you an invite. I love how travel day is an option. Well guess what there's nobody getting together on travel day so definitely <laughs> don't take, pick that one but other than that yeah we are uh, we are back out on the road and and doing some good things Ken you, you've been you've been gone for a while. How are things?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say today's a slow day. Just a day that I could get in front of the screen. How's that? Yeah, I, I got you. A day, a, a day they, to get they, in they front did. of the screen, but I, uh, I I got to make my appearance. It's, uh, it's been good. We're back. We're back to live. You know, we did, uh, we had uh, our first live mission briefing in uh, Chicago and Minneapolis. And um, I was pleasantly surprised by Chicago, especially. Chicago was very touristy again, and it felt like it had, it's gone back to what it was before the mess. Um, Minneapolis was pleasantly surprising as well. A little bit more businesses closed still, still kind of looks like they're working through it, but overall it seemed like the city was getting back to some kind of normal. And, uh, And the events themselves were really great. People were, (laughs) you know, you usually get, hey, thanks for the content or thanks for that. We got a lot of that, too. But the general theme was, thank God you guys are doing this live. We're so glad to be out and doing these types of things, especially in Minneapolis. They were the most thankful group of people I think I've met in a long time. We've been doing the Channel Strong thing and going around. um, And the folks in Minneapolis were like, we just don't get much here right now and so this was great for us and people traveled a pretty good distance to get over there and and come out and and hang out so it was uh it was nice to see that we're coming back to that and we did a boot camp in Denver and had a lot of people fly out to Denver and had a room with about 70 engaged MSP techs like because these were the technical boot camps and that was crazy too it was just you know it does does my my heart good to see people coming back out live But a lot of chatter around virtual still for people that can't get out and can't get to the shows or go to Denver or go to. So, you know, the things that we're doing from a PAX 8 perspective, mission briefing and the things that we're doing from an MSP initiative thing in person are still very much needed because what they're stating is, you know, look, either some people don't feel comfortable getting on a plane because of either delays or even still feel like sketchy about being on a plane with a bunch of people um uh, would rather have someone come out to them to their backyard and do those types of things uh so yeah that's really it's really crazy to think about and you know one of the weeks i missed because i was on your you know on your
0: bus george <laughs> on my bus more like on our bus um
1: msp well, initiative baby I mean,
0: well well on. one thing's for sure when you're on a bus this doesn't happen to you right so 6,000 flights canceled <laughs> over the Memorial Day weekend. And right. I can promise you Tom, Tom Cruise's flight didn't get canceled. Top Gun, you know, was on, was on fire over the weekend, but uh, everybody else's flights may have been a problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's getting, uh, they're getting rave reviews for, so I didn't get to see it yet. So no spoilers, but. Uh, I, I, all I, I can had... say, all,
0: all I'll say is it was a movie made for the movie theater. Yeah, I know it'll eventually be it, you know, on your favorite streaming service. But if you have a chance, definitely get out to the theater and watch it.
1: Yeah, I definitely want to go out and see it. I heard uh, people say they thought it was even better than the first one, which is crazy. So,
0: well, one of the things that they did was they um, there was no CGI, right? Like they were actually in these jets. Right. So, you know, I think somebody uh, told me that um, and I saw the article, too. It was like a, a little over eleven thousand dollars an hour. They're paying to the Navy to put somebody in the back seat, you know, and of course their people had to, uh, their people had to fly the jets. Right. But you know, all the actors were in the, in the back seat. Right. And $11,000 an hour, boy, that's a, that's a tough ticket, especially at, uh, what is it? Eight, nine, 10 G's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Keith said many of us get better with age. Yeah, Keith. And Darren says, "See it in the theater. I wish they never. I wish they will never release it on streaming. Good old DVDs, man. Right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get back to the store and buy, buy some uh, Blu-ray. Right? Well, oh, listen, we it.
1: know some people who have theaters in their homes, so you know, there's that."
0: <laughs> Keith says, "I wish the body double for the volleyball team in the first movie. Yep, that's me. Wow. Yeah, time, time, time does do things, huh? Um, so." I'll, uh, you know, Ken, it's been a while. I kind of go radio format. So people like Keith and, uh, and, uh, Darren don't uh, have to type 30,000 words a minute. Cause apparently they've gotten very good at it. So we're going to flip to that. We're going to talk shop. We're going to talk about current events, a uh, bunch of stuff that, you know, kind of came out over the weekend from a security standpoint. So we'll throw that out there and then we'll just see how everyone's doing. Uh, I'm surprised everybody's actually at a desk. On uh, May 31st, because you know I have to extend that holiday weekend, I think. But hey, I digress. Um, Pete says Navy has to get uh, Navy's got to pay for maintenance somehow. Pretty sure they have like a trillion dollar budget or something, right? I mean, I don't know why they need more, but okay. Uh, just
2: just print it. That's the American way.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was looking like, at like a trillion dollar defense budget or something, right? Um. Yeah. So this I is the one that just came out want to of,
2: think of the, of what the gas bill is to fill one of those up right now. Yep. Wow.
0: Well, this is, this is definitely why the domestic passenger airlines are saying, all the flight prices are going up because fuel's going up, which one plus one equals two there. But um, I think jet fuel, pretty sure they're not taking uh premium unleaded in there. Um, <laughs> <I have no laughs> no, the, the, the jet fuel,
3: the jet fuel, fuel is, a, it, it's also, it's, it's, not quite as increased as what we're seeing, but it's uh, o- almost the same. So um, JP you know, five, JP five is expensive there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah.
2: The, the problem is the choice is jet fuel or diesel. They're done in the same refineries. That's what we're fighting. Well, so home
0: heating, home heating fuel and diesel are the same. It's just a different color dye, right? And the tax associated. I mean, it's the same stuff.
3: Yeah, and then diesel is diesel is crazy. I mean, it's uh, it's crazy, and I don't think it's going to change for a very long time. But to further aside from this, but I have to just say that movie was so well done. <laughs> See it in the theater, I, really, Keith. I I'm sure you have a great theater, but none of it you got to experience that. See it in IMAX is what I should say. It's phenomenal, oh. and it's uh, way way better than I thought it could ever be. So I, it's
0: and, it, it definitely is like, you know, like people are like oh the movie theater industry is going to die. Dah, 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 dah. And I was like, no, after that movie, that's built for the movie theater. That was a awesome. lot of
1: Movies, a lot of movies are, though, George. Right. Do you, I mean, sure. It's OK to see, you know, endgame at home. But in the theater, it was nothing yes. like that. And, and I remember the first Transformers movie with the sound and the graphics and everything. I was like, it's not the same. And Avatar, it's not the same. Plus 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 the
3: popcorn, let's just be real, okay?
1: Oh yeah, Darren and his popcorn. Commemorative top gun
3: uh you know metal tub. I'll By the way, George,
1: again. the only person in, in my whole entire lifetime I've ever seen check popcorn at a fancy restaurant. Just saying. As a well, like a bag, like a bag check or a coat check. He got a coat check
0: for a bag of popcorn. It was, was little, it that, to be fair. That, that, it was it must have bag. been expensive popcorn. I it, don't it know was, why else you would check was, that.
3: Yes, it was a big bag. It wasn't gonna go to waste. And I wasn't gonna sit with it at the table and get tempted to eat popcorn in between a delicious steak dinner. So
0: you ever have somebody's birthday where like you bring the cake to the restaurant and then afterwards they bring out the cake with the candles. Now this is how Darren works. He brings the popcorn out and they got to use it as appetizer.
3: Yeah, no, I, I was tempted. I, I didn't want to be tempted. So it was the right decision.
1: Okay. He, he did have
0: a couple fistfuls before he checked it.
1: But then, they, but then they checked us to the table, and I'm and I'm like, "Are, are you serious?" And literally, the, it was actually the guy at the restaurant was so good because this was a fancy restaurant. The guy comes up and goes,
0: "Here's your tag. Here's your check, tag for your popcorn." I mean, did he did he have a funnel with this popcorn? Like, what's going on here? It was a bag this big. It's it was a, a bag. huge
3: bag, and 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 that bag, by the way, that lasted me for a week. I took it back. And I, I flew home with it, and I enjoyed it for several days. And you
0: uh, took the bag of popcorn home with oh, you yeah. on a plane, so checked bag can, now too. W- no,
3: no, right. no I, oh, I wasn't going to lose that in check bags. That went through security, and the, the, you should have seen the security guys like, oh, thanks, uh, you know, we're going to take a break now. I mean, they loved it, but they didn't get any. So,
0: well, <laughs> you should. You, there, you, I posted uh, as I find interesting things online. I know, Darren, you're not on social. But um, you know, it's now suggested you should put an Apple AirTag in your luggage because, you know, it'll be better and faster than the actual airline's tracking system.
3: Well, you know, that a lot depends on the airline. So some airlines have got it. I will say they're far from perfect, but Delta has RFID on all their bags. I don't know if the other airlines are all doing that, but um, they, they started actually quite a while ago and to the point where you don't even need to, keep the bag tag that well, they give you. I don't I mean, even know why they still print them out. Because it's in the Delta, app and it's very accurate.
1: Yeah, but, Darren, accurate. with Delta, you don't have to be accurate because you're never leaving the damn station because they're canceling all the flights. Oh, okay, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, listen, that's
3: that's fair. They've had some meltdowns lately, I will say. They've
1: had uh, some interesting responses to them, yes. I mean, shit, uh, even Frontier there. got their planes off
0: the ground this weekend. Well, oh Bold statement, Cotton. <laughs>
2: By the way, wow. if you follow if you follow Jay McBain, he once posted, um, I think it was him. Criminals are using Air Tags to steal luggage. That's true. I thought I, th- I remember that was an article. I think it was him, he that posted it. So,
0: but if you use yeah. Air Tags for the actual use they were intended it's to track your own stuff, right? Like for the crazy people that lose their keys all the time. Yeah, just say.
3: I've told you my key story. You could have, yeah, well, hold on, just George, you know, you could have used some AirTags for that U-Box, but I'll stop there.
0: <laughs> wow. You got to go there, huh?
3: Okay. I, Actually, fortunately or unfortunately, you really didn't need an AirTag because it just sat in one spot.
0: True. Yeah, They never put it on a truck and shipped it to where it was supposed to go. They just let it sit.
2: I I had such a problem with my keys that I leave them in my console and oh, people yeah. will walk up to me all the time and say, your top's down, and your keys are sitting there in your console.
0: So next yeah, time, what's the answer try, to that?
2: Um, good insurance.
0: <laughs> so, so insurance does cover you if you leave the car running with the door open and your keys in it, huh? Yeah. Keith,
3: Keith, Keith is clearly the reason insurance is the well, yeah. horrendous industry that it is.
1: It's people like Keith go. that bring us Here you go, though. down. Is it is a better one? What happens when it starts raining and your keys are locked in the car?
2: You can't lock your keys in the car.
1: No, no, it was a joke. You know, it's raining, the top's down. You know, old joke, but still pretty funny that you put your keys in there. You know, I'm not saying that you're confused, but you know, if the door is locked and the top's down, it's raining. What do you do?
2: (laughs) It's not. It's not called confused, Ken. It's called being elderly and just having I
1: I, I don't, Keith. I don't like to
0: use that term because I'm on the threshold. So.
2: I'm, I beat you there. I'll let hey, you
0: know hey, the hey, did, you, did you know that you don't have to be over 55 to get AARP? Yes, I know. I get mail all the time. Yeah. I Anybody can sign up for AARP. I've been a member since 23. I mean, there's some good discounts.
1: 1923? Oh, my bad.
0: old there, Pops.
1: Heesh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> by, the,
2: by the way, I don't know the political but i I keep getting these things like don't join aarp and there's another you know there's like another one that's aarp is woke and there's another one that's conservative i i don't really know the battle i thought someone may have on
0: i mean that's interesting i did not yeah. know that i've never heard that one but we'll have to we'll have to maybe do some digging on that but before we get too far off track <laughs> Here is the news of the weekend. And why do these things always happens on a holiday weekend? Well, I digress. So, my friends over at Huntress, backed up by a few other of the guys in the pool in security land, says that they found a zero-day vulnerability in Microsoft Office. Basically, somebody can send you an, a, a Word document or Excel file, uh, and basically it can run... And then effectively, um, you know, be escalated into, you know, administrator God mode and then run a script, I guess, and then, like, take over your computer. So, apparently, like, I don't know, I I guess it must have happened somewhere because these guys went and started digging into it. And uh, Microsoft did come out this morning and confirm that this is an actual vulnerability and they have not created a fix for it yet. So...
3: I have to huh. say you're, you're, I'm going to cut you off cuz this is so infuriating if you think about the simplicity of what this actually is in ter- I mean it's it's basically the thing that's been an issue or potential issue for you know as long as people have had Microsoft office and I'm on the phone I- <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah he's talking important stuff go ahead continue there uh,
3: no but but it's it's like the simplicity of it is just kind of infuriating like oh yeah you can open a document and it can take over your system basically or you know i just God, i, I don't no know, know. And, and microsoft and microsoft wants to sell us their security right that, that's all i'll say you know they, they want they want us to use their solution for for endpoint security and everything else right so i'll i'll leave it at that but oh uh, part of it part of it is and and from what i gather it's also writing as part of the defender using some of the vulnerability of the defender or one of the APIs in there to get uh, where I, it needs to go. Yeah. And that and that could be, I mean you think about it, think about the, the target surface for right okay, well now people are adopting Microsoft security. And well, how do we how can we really get a hook in there, right? We're gonna we're gonna mess that up and we're gonna be fully in, right? So if people use that as their only solution. I saw the Huntress one, I saw it from Blackpoint as well. I was happy that these people are on top of this stuff, but at the same time, it is just totally, you know, a bit, a bit crazy. But I'll, I'll stop. No,
2: you're on a great point because Microsoft's marketing to the end user, the non-technical guy, about we invented the operating system, however they say it, we're the best to secure you, is really a good marketing strategy. I mean, not that it's. Legitimate, but it does make sense to an uneducated end user, and I think they're going to get a stronghold. Uh
0: huh. Well, I mean, listen, Microsoft Office is probably the most popular application installed on most business used computers out there, Mac or Windows. Uh, I know there's alternatives out there, but I mean, let's face it, Microsoft's kind of had the you know the the market on this for many years, decades even. Um, yeah, I mean the question is how quickly what can you do to like you just like at this point, the only thing you can reasonably do is like send a message out to your end user saying, Hey, don't be very weary of opening up office documents from people you don't know. I, I don't know how like that's the only thing you really can do, other than tell them, hey, don't use Microsoft Office. I, I don't think that's an option. Right. So, but I, I would I, I would think now that it's been confirmed. You know, how quickly can Microsoft put out a fix? And to your point, you know, all your eggs in one basket, I'm going to like quote that as Darren for, for you know, for all things future. The Darren phrase, all, all eggs in one basket, I mean, doesn't look like there's many other security applications out there, Darren, that would have prevented somebody from opening up this rogue, you know, document or Excel or whatever that would have potentially done this, right? I mean, Microsoft or, or otherwise, or am I wrong? Have you been told differently by somebody like that? No, Redfield? no.
3: I, I, have, no to be, I have not been told differently. I'm, I'm just saying conceptually in the big picture, to I, I still am not comfortable with the thought of Microsoft designs the underlying software that it then wants to be the sole protector of because that is what they're pushing and not not just to SMBs. I mean, they're they're pushing it in the hour space as well to say, hey, you know, you, you've got this as an option now, and it's what you should use. I mean, and, and there's a lot of people that have kind of went behind that. I've heard, surprisingly, say, oh, yeah, this is great, and we like it, we're going to use it, and we're going to get rid of our, you know, maybe not all of your other security, but make it your primary, you know, endpoint security. I, I just, sure. this is, to me, is an example of, why you don't want to do that. Again, not that something else could stop it, but yep. if, if Microsoft can't at this stage of the game prevent there being, which seems again to be something so simple, like it's open a word document and it can take your system over. I mean, like, come on, where, where are we? <laughs> like,
0: that, thanks for this other one here, Lisa. Um, so here is a workaround for mitigation, right? So basically there's a, a registry key um, you know that effectively you can turn off this MSDT here, and um, there you go. So- By the way, I, I see something else occurring, and
2: and it's because I deal with some cities and municipalities and quasi government. They're basically saying we're not we're going to block the emailing of attachments. That's extreme, but you're starting to see that a lot, and you're seeing more of these the shared so then
0: how do you get inform like documents across other than the text within the email sharepoint yeah they're they're setting up and it's it's one way to allow
2: it on both sides to approve the sharers
1: well it also gets rid of data sprawl right i mean email and email and documents has slowed down a bit it should slow down even more with this type of stuff but You know, remember the days when you look in your email and you'd find, you know, thousands of documents that got emailed to you because that's all they do is sit there and then you make a change. It doesn't, you know, you can still email.
0: I, I feel like, I mean, listen, if it's, if it's, I mean, even though things have progressed and like the attachment size that it gets through now, it's way bigger than even a few years ago right i don't know what at 20 meg now so i don't know what the mac you know like reasonably expectation to get through but right. like if you're if you're sending a simple pdf right or something small that's usually going to get through right um oh, and but a it, pdf most of the time is read only so you don't have to worry about that we're talking
1: about documents that change right yeah there's
2: there's a lot of reasons besides this that was before um number one is um People were sending contracts and stuff by by document and not rechecking the edits that may have occurred. That was the next thing was from a support point of view. People were keeping their using email as their filing system, which is not.
0: I mean, that's still that's still happening. Let's be yeah,
2: and so that's another reason it's um, in bigger started moving away from that. Cause you're going like, I lost all my X, you know, when there was an automatic archiving of the email. So um, when you set up these just um, transfer of documents at it controls, you also have some backup and able to recover. Yeah.
0: I, but you, you should be backing up your, I mean, there's SAS backup solutions out there, right, They're backing right. up an exchange store if you're still running the server yourself.
2: Whatever, um, right? No. What a lot of companies are doing. Sorry to interrupt you. That's especially, especially in the aerospace, you see this. Um, they actually, because if you retain email and keep backups, it's all subpoenaable. So for some of the big aerospace companies, it just says all emails eliminated after ninety days. Wow! You know they have, just it's gone. Yeah, well,
3: if
2: yeah
0: I, can, I, I, if I don't. If I don't it's have. Gone, it, I can't give it.
2: It's the Hillary Clinton method of
0: protecting <laughs> subpoenaed information. not sure I want to, I'm not sure I want to sure put that in the dictionary. Go ahead, Darren. You were saying something. No, no.
3: The, I've had conversations with, I mean, my not, you know, small business clients is, Hey, do you want archiving or, you know, even backup or, you know, or, and archiving. And a lot of them have said, well, you know, what's the implications of that? Well, it means nothing, you know, everything is always there. And some, some have flat out said, nope, I don't I don't want that. So, you know, don't, I mean, don't listen, sign what, us up for that.
0: What's the longest, you know, the, uh, I mean, depending on your industry, right? If you're medical, I think it's seven years. What's mm-hmm. the longest the IRS can come back after you? I think it's three years or five years yep. uh, if they go further, right? Like, so if you have data going back to, I don't know, day zero of your business, that could be 10, 20 years, whatever, plus... Yeah, I mean, if you have it, then it's there. And if they ask for it, then you have to give it. I, it's very interesting. Could you imagine, you know, the people are like, yeah, we're going to go back to the old days. Hey, after so many years, we're just going to put it in a filing cabinet and delete it. <laughs> I mean, um, could be interesting. <laughs> hey, we need access to this mailbox. Sure, there's nothing in it, but here you go. Interesting, Keith. Appreciate that feedback. And yeah, you're probably right. Um, it's amazing people have to think that way, but such is the world we live in.
2: You yeah, know for the- us, for us older people, we talked about this at a at a um, threat locker one time. We used to do zero trust thirty years ago. When you when you were on the uh, C seventeen shop floor, you actually had to apply for a website you want to go to. So it was block everything and and apply it. Now Ken's as old as I am. I see him nodding yes. So he, <laughs> it, that was the way they did it. They just basically right. say you can see nothing now. Justify what you want to see.
3: Yeah, And that, that that's probably still a good approach for an operation like that, where there's just no need to go to place to more than probably a handful of spots. But
1: um, you know, it, it does make sense. Well, I mean, I mean Darren I guess, couldn't take that on his phone though. There's a lot of sites that are. Quite-
0: I was, was going to say, where's Darren going to put all his paper, man? I mean, I don't know if he has enough storage for that.
3: By paper. <laughs> what do you mean paper?
0: Well, I mean, listen, if it's all on paper, then they can't hack it. Right.
3: I'm not. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. <clears throat> I'm. I'm just thinking that that concept oh, of there. There are I, a lot I, of places yeah. where where <laughs> really you don't need to go to a lot of sites, and uh, it would be better to have the handful you need allowed and everything else blocked. But it's not a popular. Not a popular thing still. So
1: well, it's like it's like everything else. The whole the whole idea of getting onto a computer was made user friendly, right? And that same, that same thing that everybody's gotten used to is now being – we're now being told, well, no, we need to stop that. We need to stop the user-friendly piece. We do need to make it more difficult, maybe not as difficult as what Keith said, which I, I actually agree with, though. If you're in a business, you don't necessarily need to be going to Facebook or some of these other pages that could cause a problem because you know what happens. You go to Facebook right now, and it's telling you that somebody's dead that's not really dead, and you're like, oh, you click on it, you're done.
2: Are right. you saying that there's false information on Facebook?
1: I knew it was coming. Just the stuff that you post. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that that could be true. <laughs> yeah,
1: just a
2: little bit. I think most of it's around that Dallas team. Oh, <laughs> the most valuable franchise in all sports was that the one you were referring to.
0: That uh, what's more important, value or winning? Hmm. No 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 no. Value is is determined on what somebody else is willing to pay for. it. Right.
1: I'm going to let's let's get off the sports track here. We already we already I knew Darren. I knew it. Darren was like Darren's like I, I know do, nothing about this subject. Let's I'll go back, back to popcorn.
3: Back. If you want to go back to popcorn, we can talk about that. All right. But, how know. about
0: how about we go here? How about we go here? Ready? Uh, here it comes. So, next security one, right? So, this was uh it's a little bit like kind of a uh, a circle around on this one, right? So, you know, Microsoft, you know, basically had had at different points of time even during the solar winds situation back a year ago had like source code taken right and so on tuesday today they confirmed that um the access that they were able to gain was limited here on this lapsus with a dollar sign um they're saying no code or data was involved i said oh okay but like didn't they confirm that some source code was taken earlier and then basically, yep. Here you go. Uh, said it breach internal source code repositories. So interesting, but mostly this group, related.
1: Mostly related to Bing and Cortana.
0: Well, if you, I mean Cortana, I know everybody's using that, right? Nope. <laughs> and Bing, forget Google. That's the real search engine. Um, so apparently, this group is also tar- tar- targeted. Okta, NVIDIA, Samsung. And then this was part of that Okta note breach, potential breach that was announced earlier in the year. Uh, same same folks. So um, so these guys are pure extortion, destruction, model without ransomware payloads. Okay. So basically pay or, but they don't use the ransomware model. They just steal the data and just basically say, pay us or we're going to release it or destroy it. Okie doke. Um interesting. So Microsoft says to better defend against these guys. Users should use vector authentication. Who would have thought? Uh trusted endpoints, modern authentication options for VPN, monitor cloud posture, social engineering, etc. For MFA, users should avoid weak factors such as text messaging, secondary emails, voice approvals. <sighs> So basically, they're Fido, saying
1: hey, Fido tokens. That's the key, baby.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I don't know how many people actually are using Fido tokens rather than the, you know, the apps, the secondary. A lot. Apps a
1: lot. We were just at we were just at an event. Uh, we just did the boot camp, and we were talking about Fido tokens, and all the uh, all the nerds in the room went wild about the Fido tokens, and. Definitely a great way to help secure. I mean, MFA is the key, right? If if you're if anybody out there is not doing MFA because of whatever reason, you need to get past that. You put MFA in place, that's one of the single biggest that password manager, and then of course security training. Those three things will stop, you know, will limit a lot.
0: I agree. I 100% agree. I hate to use the word "stop," so that's why I said "limit." I know. I I I saw you catch yourself there. Yeah. Um, And no
1: more and no more saying breach. Let's just say incident. Incident. Okay. By the
2: the way, again, you have one of the best security guys ever in Matley. Yep. And he has the second best beard in the channel, (laughs) which will be cut later on
0: this year. Did you know that?
2: He actually asked me if I would, you know, consider doing the same. and <laughs> I, I turned him down cold, but I think, I think he is one of the best guys at presenting security because he's one of the few, how do I say something that doesn't let his ego get in the
3: way of what he's teaching other people.
1: Yep. I agree. He's, he, he's
3: not, he, does, this, he, he acts very, he, he acts like he is not an authority Although everybody knows he is, yeah, he presents it in a way that is very accessible well, to well, people. We,
0: well, we de- we definitely have heard other people claim that they're security gurus, <laughs> but they're definitely oh, not. We
1: won't throw it out there, Keith. But it's, uh, <laughs>
0: I no, I I have
1: I got in that conversation. Apparently, he
0: drives Teslas. Oh, I,
2: I have had someone ask me at uh, that individual. Said, "What makes you more of a security expert than me?" Mm-hmm. Somebody and I else said, said, "So no, I <laughs> said I happen to have a degree."
0: <laughs> okay, here we go again. Yeah. All right, we, we, no, we, I think they, I think
2: that's part of the not to go way off on the degrees. There's some, there has to be some secondary verification of what you're claiming.
0: Yeah, okay. and that's. Uh,
2: i'll just leave it at that i'm not sold on degrees even though i have them that's just one methodology but there needs to be some secondary verification of what you're claiming because otherwise you're making a material misrepresentation
0: i'm not i'm not sure a comptia test is going to be that 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 vindication i think there's got to be something else now
2: I, I i don't know because i've never looked at comptia's curriculum it could i i don't know I'm not going to comment on. Maybe something maybe I don't we'll set
0: <laughs> maybe we'll send you on a mission to go check it out. <laughs> so since yeah. we're on security stuff, I'll throw this last one out there. Then we'll switch topics. So Microsoft finds critical bugs pre-installed on millions of Android devices. That's you, Kenny P. Just love those androids. That's Microsoft.
3: Right. Microsoft just—they're not over the fact that you know Windows Phone failed. Uh, although it was pretty but cool like on, the, on the VLS. surface
0: on the surface duo devices they're running android
3: right well, I, I i know but they're still going to want to rub android as much as they can uh <laughs> i don't know i just they, they they missed their biggest missed opportunity we know that so anyway that's i read that article i don't think that i, I think that's a bit alarmist with uh you, you know the people the people that don't look at the apps that are on their phone. I mean, I, yeah, I guess that might be go. a lot of people, but I feel like most normal people would at least, oh, like what's this, and do I use this or need this, and probably you know delete something if it's not. Uh-oh. Oh,
0: we lost, Darren. I think the, the challenge here is that some of these, some of these kits, Darren, are are used as part of the apps other people are building, right? Like they just mentioned in this article that the carrier provided apps from Telus from AT&T, from five mobile, right? Bell. I mean, they're basically utilizing predefined libraries when they're building their apps. Cause it's easier than building every line of code. Right. And then those, you know, those libraries have these, these flaws just open in them. Right. And like, what do you do? Oh. Go and delete it. Like if they're pre-installed, right. When you, when you buy a phone from Verizon, does it have the Verizon app? pre-installed maybe i don't know it, it,
3: it might be time to go back to my next cell i85 you
1: know i don't know maybe, maybe.
0: where are you at yeah i got you
1: <laughs> hey listen instant gratification my favorite Nextel, I, I missed that man. yeah
0: that was the joke. yeah it,
2: isn't it reasonable for a consumer not an it guy to assume things from those big names are reasonably safe i mean i that's i think one of the huge problems is
0: i i think when the bit like listen the big guys are not uh and i'll pull it up here um i think i think i was just reading it uh four days ago yep here you go i i didn't even have this one queued up but since you brought it up there keith so hacker accesses verizon employee databases tries to ransom the data for 250k i mean even these guys are not you know bulletproof um so you know like i Back to your point, Keith. Do you just assume everything's bad? Limit the number of apps on your phone to the ones you absolutely have to use and then don't play Candy Crush? Maybe. Come on. Candy (laughs) Crush. Keith likes Candy Crush. I actually don't like any games. Yeah, I bet you.
2: No, I really don't. People ask me all the time. They go, what games do you play? Keith,
0: you have the Dallas Cowboys app on your phone.
2: (laughs) That is factual data to educate the population.
0: But it could have a flaw in it, man.
2: I it probably, because everyone would be attacking America. I mean, that's popular. Oh. Uh, you're, you're, you probably have a valid point.
0: So you may, you may need to, uh, you know, you may, because here's what, here's the next thing. And I did have this one queued right? When you start doing things like this, okay, Maryland's the first state to put your driver's license as an app on the phone. Nope. And your, and your wallet, your Apple wallet. And then uh, other states are the following, but like when your passport and your driver's license and your, you know, I don't know. So security card and birth certificate, what else are you going to put on there? Uh, probably wouldn't suggest all of those there at once. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that would be vulnerable to that type of problem, no?
2: Well, let me tell you another way. Look at your uh, travel application. Yeah doesn't that link back to your wallet with United or Delta, whoever I'm you know sure you fly that sure has your, that has your backlog to your TSA, to your, you know, everything. Yeah. You're going those. And those are well, you know, well, you, I, I
0: don't, I know they, so, so going to travel for a second, cause that's our second favorite, you know, after, after food, it's our second favorite topic. Um, So like, <laughs> they push back real ID, right? Like real ID is supposed to be a little bit more expensive. Like when I went to go renew my driver's license, you know, in Pennsylvania, it's every four years, the day after your birthday, it expires. work. Okay. Like, vacation. so you can get a regular one and then now they print on the regular ones. This is not a real ID. And then you got to pay another $25 extra to get the real ID, which is like, you know, the one that you're supposed to be able to go to the airport, you know, to basically be your passport more or less. Um, I mean, so the alternative to that is, hey, put the app on the phone, right? And you will that scan at the TSA checker? I don't know. But I'm just saying like a little bit more convenient, but a little bit more concerning, right? I mean, at least you got to steal my wallet or go into Keith's unlocked car with the stop down to grab his wallet, you know, to get that card, right? <laughs> Where the phone, I mean, these things are online, right? I mean, they're not impenetrable.
2: And they're, and they're left so often. Isn't that like one of the things you leave all the time? For what, you wealth? leave
0: your phone next to your keys in your wallet in your car? <laughs>
2: um, yeah. One of the problems with my car is where you plug it in is under the armrest.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's where it plugs into the CarPlay. So is my, oh, see, now you're going to, now you're going to wait to come to California and jack me. Um,
0: <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. Well, we'll have to double, we'll have to confirm this at the next tour stop there in California.
2: But your phone, so I get out of my car all the time leaving my phone and that's the same with, I know it's in BMWs, Mercedes, I don't know other brands, but your phone's not just sitting there in the open. And so, yeah, I leave it, I leave it in there a lot.
0: Maybe we need to get one of those things where it's like the little like, you know, thing you put on your, your, your belt with the cord, right? Connected to your, (laughs) like your ID badge, it'll be your phone. Now it should be a
2: hook in the middle of my forehead I could hang things from and I won't forget them. But yeah, no, it's, it's often I leave it in my car.
0: Yeah. So like, <clears throat> excuse me, I was just reminding people that even though the pandemic happened, there are still these programs like global entry and Nexus. And like, there's all these, you know, in addition to TSA PreCheck, right. Where when you do, when you get your renewal, I think it's every five years for global entry it gives you, as that gives you pre-check and global entry, which gives you this card, you know, which effectively is the equivalent of what this real ID is, right? Has an RFID chip in there. And um, even those, right, when they give you, when they issue you those cards for global entry, they give you like a little sleeve over it that's supposed to prevent someone from like reading the RFID chip and stealing, you know, trying to clone your card, right? I'm pretty sure the driver's license isn't giving you one of those little sleeves. So and I know there's wallets out there that kind of protect you against that, but yes. like, that's a real thing, right? People trying to scan past you as you're w- walking down the street, trying to grab the data off your RFID chips, which now that the, a lot of the credit cards, I don't know if you've gotten a new one recently that automatically have the wave right built in there. Same technology, right? Um, we were so, just at,
1: uh, again, we were at the, the boot camp and one of the techies had this little RFID stealing device. Yeah, um, And I'm not, he basically got it on one of those, you know, the funding sites, you know, where they're, where they're trying to find yeah, funding you prepay for, for
0: the, yeah.
1: right. And they're testing it out. So they sent it to him. And uh, besides being able to read RFIDs and cre- recreate them so you could basically go into a building and do stuff like that it can open any gas cap on any Tesla because the Tesla gas caps are RFID. So we're getting into someone's car and he has a Tesla. He goes, I don't believe you tested it out. Kid goes, boop, boop, boop. And the door goes, <laughs> it just opened right up. I was like, wow. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to you know, put free electricity into the Tesla or or I don't know. But I thought it was pretty interesting that if they can start doing that stuff, where else is this thing going to go?
2: Is it, isn't Tesla one of the, I don't know, one of the cars that now can, Power your house.
1: Uh, actually, I don't think it's Tesla. I think it's Ford. Okay, with the truck, Ford, right? The Ford, yeah, the Ford truck um, can reverse. Tesla, it, Tesla will, your will house.
3: not correct the Lightning. They, you have to buy a certain, a special, uh, charger slash adapter system for the house from Ford that will let yeah. you have that functionality. Uh, the Hyundai Ionic actually has the same functionality without yeah, you having to buy right. uh anything other than a little adapter they give you which you can basically then plug into a you know a power strip or series of power strips and somebody tested this on one of the car channels i watch and was able to power his a whole bunch of stuff for a while i mean you know so that's uh, anyway that's the correct information on that
0: yeah so well, if we're going to go that route, why don't we why don't we go straight to this? I know this could be Keith's next car. Ready? DeLorean electric.
3: I'll, I'll I, definitely take one of those. I will take one of those. I, I, I love it. I,
2: I, want I don't
0: know it. if the flux capacitor is included, but I mean, that that's right up your alley there, Keith.
2: I'm actually looking at, because my lease is coming up, I just looked at the Austin Martins this weekend.
1: Oh, look at you. That's uh, that's Alex Jam, right? George didn't Alec have an Aston Martin? Loved it. Uh oh. I mean, listen, yeah,
0: you know, we we could we could have a whole episode just on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this and I was like the DeLorean Electric. I was like the car, the company that just keeps on reinventing itself, never goes away. I don't know. Maybe you'll see this driving down a street near you. If you leave, it not at 80...
1: Will it fly?
0: I was gonna say, hopefully not at eighty-eight miles per hour. But who knows? <sighs> Everyone's like, oh, I, I think it was uh Brian Sherman. He's like, dude, they don't even have the Mr. Fusion. I said, you forget the Mr. Fusion only powered the flux capacitor. Car always ran on gas. If you got to back to the future three, you would have got got that far, but apparently didn't.
1: Yeah, and it went from ne- needing uh what was it, uh, plutonium to just basically lettuce.
0: Yeah, that was the Mr. Fusion. Yeah, the Mr.
1: Fusion.
0: Got to power the flux capacitor, man.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah. You know, who would have thought you need a nuclear energy in order to power a time machine? But I digress. Last one for you guys, and then we'll just see what else is going out there in the world. Um, You know, for those non-Android people out there, apparently a lot of big changes coming in iOS 16. I think we're at 15 at the moment. So 16 is around the corner. And this is interesting. Apple's reportedly going to have widgets that are always on for an always-on display. I don't know how that's going to affect the battery, but
3: there you go. Oh, I'll, I'll just jump in there. It's one of the, one of these other cases where Apple, you know, through their endless innovation, brings out a feature that android users have had for five to seven years and oh yeah it's, it's, tell, it's tell us about to, tell it, us about
0: it, it it's happening.
3: There. oh uh, wireless charging uh i mean uh, you know i, I don't want to go down this road but it's i love apples listen they do a, they're a great marketing machine absolutely they, they that's why they're successful they're they're uh their innovation not so much but
0: uh steve jobs is rolling over in his grave man uh, he was doing that already when he saw how little was being done since he's been gone. I thought he left like the blueprint for like the next 20 years. Mm. Guess they guess they're milking that a little bit, according to Darren. You gotta have you gotta have the vision to execute the blueprint.
3: I no, mean- the reality is they, they created the the snowball that the iPhone and iPad were became an avalanche, which is has still largely paid off and been able to sustain them. I mean, obviously, they finally started to innovate with with their, you know, three year old, four year old, five year old hardware designs on laptops, right? That now they finally started to to oh, Yeah, maybe we should come out with something more than every, you know, three
1: to five years. Uh, but, you know, what is George on? Oh, that's right. All surface shop for George.
0: Uh, yes, everything. Even I have a surface. Did I, I? I didn't tell you I'm sending you one of these, Patterson. You did, surfer. but it's probably going to get here in like,
1: you know, February of next year. So, you know, it's
0: not I, all I, all okay. Take it I, easy. Take it easy. Okay. So I even have a surface isn't that, mouse. Okay. Is that how I
1: got that? Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah.
0: You gave the jerseys away, right? No, it's right there. Okay. I, it's, 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 it's,
1: it's not football season
0: yet. Hold okay. on. Okay. All me. right.
1: Hold on. Yeah.
0: There we go. That's right. The Brady one's missing. I know where that is. at.
1: Brady's in the next room. It's
0: yeah, right okay. there behind me. Okay. All right. Uh yeah, so I got a Surface Mouse, I got a Surface Book, I got a I'm Surface everything except for I got an iPhone cuz it just works. Every time Ken's phone breaks, my phone's still working.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just we're gonna, use ha- it. We're, gonna
0: we're gonna we're gonna have to work on the power merge Olympics though. <laughs> that's a, that's a that's a skill. Make sure everybody when you put out your your uh, what you're looking for in your next employees power merge it's got to be on there you're like what the hell's a power took a merge?
2: little took a little but
0: yeah you, you can get compete, a, i got
2: it down now
1: if you get a phone call from george and he says power merge you're in trouble that just means you got other people on the call it's coming
0: i mean listen that's how things get done power merge anyway i digress um <laughs> <laughs> uh last thing i have that i thought was interesting i i uh Here you go. Since, you know, we talk about phones all the time. So Spain <laughs> says that they'll only let calls on hold, like the government offices will only hold calls on hold for three minutes max. I was like, well, that's an improvement, right? So they're literally making this a bill. They're drafting a bill that the three minute limit, giving consumers the right to be attended by a person, not a chat bot. So this isn't just at the government level. They're actually pushing it into the actual Everywhere else. And the companies must inform on incidents. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I, and then they're going to give like a fine. I, I, could you imagine if every time you called somewhere, the max you could be on is three minutes? I don't know. Aims to end anguish by requiring companies to attend to customers within three minutes. I don't even know if they have enough manpower to do that. Like, what's it, How often you call Delta there, Darren? What's your average whole time? 30 minutes? Uh, when
3: you're uh, a diamond, uh, you don't really have the whole time much. When uh, <laughs> you're know, you you a diamond, man. <laughs> Sheesh. Ken, does, does, does that status even bother anymore?
1: No. Well, Delta, mate. He's right. But we've been, Darren, we've been finding that Hilton doesn't really care anymore.
3: No, well, well, Ken, let's be fair. Hilton, Hilton diamond is, is a joke. I mean, it's the, everybody, if you don't have diamond, I don't know what you're doing wrong because you don't really have to do anything to have it. I mean, it's no, it, it's never wow. been a, Did You hear that Pete?
1: You're not at diamond yet. I, no, just, no, no. It's, it's,
3: it's never been a hard thing. You can just get it from a credit card, you know? So, I mean, and that's how most people have it. And then as a result, they don't really do much for it, but, uh, um, no, but other there have been other statuses that have greatly devalued, like Marriott Titanium that that has become really terrible, and the, their call center they got rid of it. They Titanium. A call
0: center. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. Marriott yeah. Anyway. Titanium. Yeah. I, I, I just think it's interesting, right? I mean, you know, we we've been playing around with the idea of all right, well, how many how many you know communication requests from for MSPs even from their end customers coming into an MSP are some sort of digital lane or a phone call i say 50-50 i know some people have tried to go completely we don't even have a phone number just chat us I'm not sure that's the answer i think i think people would revolt just my two cents but like imagine could could you maintain a 3 minute maximum 3 minute hold time
2: well you you can uh, but it's it's a it's a false sense of security so i pick up my phone and say Someone will be with you in a minute. Now, does that keep resetting my three minutes? I don't, I don't know. How, by why, the how way, long
0: do you think somebody is willing to stay on the line?
2: I don't know. I don't very long. But uh, your point on the other one you made is so valid. I wish you about some people say they're going to tell customers how to contact you versus charging correctly for the way they want to contact you. You made a brilliant point that you just kind of brushed over. Oh. The issue is not answering the phone. The issue is, do you charge enough to offer the service level they're demanding? And I, I would and I say think,
0: based on everything I've seen over the last eh, 22 years, no. The answer is no. They're not charging enough.
2: Yeah, and, and that's really the answer. Give them what they want
0: and let them know what it costs. Give them what they want. That means we have to listen. Do we listen enough? I don't know. What would you say? <laughs> did they listen enough? i don't know no so i guess when the answer is yeah i don't want to i don't want to use mfa and the answer is no you have to use mfa
1: right oh you're done that's it i'm not going to have you sign any paper that's gone but the but the
3: answer to that they because they if they don't want to use MFA, then you're not going to work with us i mean sorry we're you know right. it's just, thank you that's right too many too many people make too many compromises on that on that stuff and yeah i mean we've talked about that a million times but but yeah, the phone and answering thing too, that the people that don't wanna have the phone number to answer are trying to fit into a model that they've developed that, or somebody has told them to develop that they think is how they need to exist to be profitable, but it's just not reality for for most uh, most situations. So yeah. most people still like to call us, even if it's something simple and we don't mind that they do. So, and that's a big differentiating factor. I think I, I just I just can't str-
0: I just can't stress enough and I don't know whether it's my personal experience or not but like chat I mean most of the time when I get somebody on chat whether I'm the consumer trying to go into whoever whatever company I'm dealing with or I'm the receiving side right and somebody's trying to get a hold of me it's like hey can can I call you like can I just have a conversation I feel like I can get through the whole thing in minutes where I'm 30 minutes deep on a freaking chat and like, I just don't understand why I'm still doing it.
1: Yeah. And then the worst is the chat bots. Then you're in, then you're in a deeper hole. It's just, you get more frustrated. Yeah. I think you're going to frustrate more, more people than you're going to help.
0: I, I don't know. How, like, again, it could be a generational thing. Um, But like well, at the end of the day. I don't care who you
1: are though, George, you can say what you need to say faster than you can type what you are, what you're trying to explain. I hope so. It's just, you know. I hope so. It's an East Coast thing, George. Honestly, I believe because you do you do demand that, uh, like I said, that instant gratification. Right? If if I te- if I'm texting you, I'm going to sit there and try to think how I have to articulate what I'm writing, as opposed to just saying to you, "Hey, this is what's broken. This is what I think could fix it. What are you going to do?"
2: You know, I'm gonna. I think you're right most of the time. I say you know things and solve on the phone. There's a value to those chats and automatic ticket opening into people, you know, that serve a seven by 24 client. I always tell um, dispatchers from the Longshore Hall will put in the ticket at three in the morning on Sunday night because they want a new report simply because they want to get it off their desk, right? And so- um, I don't don't disagree
1: with you, Keith. I don't disagree with you with with the way you're explaining it is 100% right. The problem is the abuse of that system I agree with you on the opposite side, the people that put it in place abuse the way that they're going to support you by making it a never ending spiral of you're never going to talk to a human being. (laughs) That's where it gets, that's where it gets bad. I agree that they're great middle. They're a great middle ground for getting information and, and maybe for stuff where, yeah, I just want to put something in and get it off my desk. But also when those guys abuse that, like I said, And there's many Delta could be one of them. A lot of these, a lot of these companies abuse it. They put a system together where you literally will never be able to talk to a human being. And you have to, to get this point, to be able to explain what's going on. And that takes the whole human piece out of it and makes it a mess.
2: That's because you're not Delta, super uh, titanium, (laughs) triple
3: emerald.
1: Listen, listen, listen.
3: (laughs) Delta has a, a level that I have not achieved yet. It's called 360 and I want it. So I mean I don't I'm not even at the top top. I mean, I'm only, you know, so don't even get me started. But uh no, not, I agree not,
0: with you. You're I not agree. at the level where they tick you up in a Porsche on the runway. Actually, no, yeah. You know? As a as a diamond, if you have a tight connection,
3: they will if you have a tight connection and your diamond, they will do that. And that has happened for me before. But uh that's it's very rare that it's needed. But yes, I, I do have access to that if. And they, they do it on, if they determine it, it's not me asking for it, you know. No, they, there's, they make there's, it the,
2: there's the new it, club at LAX, and I don't know if there are other ones, where they actually, and I think it's worth it, you go there instead of the normal clubs in the airport, and they have drinks and food, and, and they drive you on the yep. tarmac, to the tarmac. Yep. You you do your TSA in the private club, and it's uh, well worth it.
3: That That is very, very pricey and I'm sure you're aware, but I, that is—I would say—that's not worth it given my utility. But uh, oh. I, but it is very, very pricey. It's it's awesome, but it's very pricey. But you don't—you also don't fly nearly as much as somebody like me, so it's it's a different he, thing. He, I think he,
0: when he flies, he has a whole—he he gets picked uh, up like you know. I'm surprised. Club, I'm
3: surprised he's not flying private, honestly. But you know, I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. it's just
0: when when we when we pull up the Channel Strong tour and we flip switch from. Buses to flight, to planes, maybe that'll be. That Um, was,
2: you know, I I got um, the poor girl at Threat Locker. She, um, they gave me a thing, uh, the one you invited me to, George, and she said, would you do me a favor? You have a lot of followers. Post your whole trip over here to get some buzz going. (laughs) So I posted, I'm in the limo going to the airport. So I get there and she goes, you got me in trouble. And I said, Why? She was. other people were calling and saying, why didn't I get the limo on all ends? And why wasn't I flown in first class like that joker over there? (laughs) Yeah, double-edged sword. And so I quickly reposted, this is all on my dime.
0: I saw that. I did. I thought that was funny. That's hilarious. Now now we know.
2: I, I didn't mean to do that to her. I was just, you know, she said, start posting, so I just started doing it. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Well, guys, uh, we'll, another another session down. Well, Ken, Kenny P back into the mix. Always always fun times. Uh, this session was recorded. It'll be online at mspinitiative.com under session. Just give it a little while and uh, we'll continue to do these. They're pretty good. Tuesdays, Thursdays, one o'clock Eastern time. If you're in the Northeast, we're coming to you know, a backyard near you. We'd love to see you and uh, stay tuned. Fun, fun things that have not been announced are coming. Really
1: quick, George.
0: Keith, I'll be in LA next Monday.
1: Oh, what is next Monday? The June 6th, right? That's next Monday, right? Yeah.
2: No, it's the fourth.
1: No, it's just, come on. Help me out. Oh, I'm not- in the wrong
2: month. I'm in the wrong Sixth
0: month. Sixth is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six is next fair. week. Yes. Now
1: he's really going to screw with me. All right.
2: You know what? I'm going to be at, um, secure,
1: uh, in Tampa. So you're you're coming to the East Coast, and I'm going to the West Coast. Gotcha.
2: But next time you're out here, I do owe you dinner. I mean, I don't I don't forget my
0: debts. You don't owe me anything, brother. Yeah. Well, uh, just just look for his car. You take his wallet, his keys, his phone. It's good to go. Yeah, yeah. Have a nice ride. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: PCH, uh, baby. Here I come. Exactly. All right. It's a nice it's a nice
0: ride
2: on PCH, I'll tell you that. I
0: know, I know. Yeah. All right. All right, perfect. Catch you guys on the next one.
2: All right, great. Thanks. Bye.